When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, exciting weekend of rugby or not? Um, that is the question. That is the question. It's always the question though. It can't be, yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be, why though? Why is it going to be exciting? No, I'm saying last week. Oh, last week. <laughs> the games that everyone's seen, <laughs> everyone's watched. Okay, so we've decided to do it on a Wednesday morning <laughs> instead of a Tuesday night, and I'm still half asleep. Uh, yes, very exciting. Well, we had I would, some tasty games, didn't we? I would say it was a, a game of two halves. We had the New Zealand half. That's so cliche. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look at me. I'm absolutely cliche. Um, we had New Zealand. That yes. half was exciting. Yes, and there then we you go. had the Australian competition, which was—I almost fell asleep. <laughs> so let me ask you the question, Tobes: Did you watch the Australian games this week? No, and why not? <laughs> I'm not that interested. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be fair to say uh, that the New Zealand good, Super Rugby Aotearoa. Aotearoa is taken off yes. globally. Everyone's watching. Definitely. It'd be Super interesting to Australia. see. It'd be interesting to see the numbers. Yeah, how num- many people are actually watching the Aotearoa or the Australian one? I'm trying to say I don't have exact numbers, oh. but I can tell you now that the Australian competition is not good. Stat- you're statistician, eh? Yeah, and Damo, the, the, statistician. the New Zealand competition is through the roof. Yes. Well, I'm not surprised for obvious reasons. What are they? Are we going to plug ourselves? I'm going to say no oh, plug this week. No I'm plug. Just gonna... Instagram. We've got to plug Instagram. Come well, on. If you want to get gram. hold of us, look on the uh, podcast. The gram. The the, the the kind of information What's underneath. What do they call Normally that? You're... What do they call that? The description. Description. Look at the description. On the description, there's all that content. But what I would say, okay. Tobes, very important. Subscribe. Yes. yes. Review, like. Comment. Like. And comment, yeah. and we have got some exciting voice questions coming next week. 
We've got yes. two next week. Two? Tobes. Did but you that, do one of them? No. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you do my English voice. I don't have an English voice. Um, yeah, so we've got two next week. But it'd be great if people could keep yeah, bringing definitely. those in. because we've they, got a bank. We've got a bank. And that would be fantastic. I mean, I wish I had a bank because then I have money. In the bank. But do you just get paid in cash? Is that how it works? I wish. How about that? <laughs> anyway, we've got breaking news. Yes, breaking news. First one, Damo. So Daniel Carter is actually not the only former All Black to be playing. No. Do you know who the other one is? King Carlos. King Carlos. 44 <laughs> years old. And young. Look at him. He looks more... He's shredded, eh? Absolutely shredded. He's probably in better nick now than he was. Yeah, probably. But he was a pretty good nick when he was yeah. playing as well, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. So he came off the bench. 10 minutes to go. Didn't score a point. Quite disappointing. Uh, for his uh, Melville... Yes. That's in the Waikato. He, that's the, co- the team that he's yes. coaching for now. Assistant coach, isn't he? Yeah, so he's been biffed off, or he has left on good terms. <laughs> We're not the Wellington, media, so we don't know. And then he's gone to be assistant coach at yeah. Melville. Melville. Yes. Yeah, Waikato. I, yeah. I went on the old YouTube to try and find some, some uh, footage of him playing. Nothing. Nothing. Which is really surprising, because if I had been at that game, first thing I would have done was got me camera out. Yeah, but you're it. a nerd like that, eh? I am a geek when it comes to that. But it's great yeah. to see him. It's great to see some of these players yes. uh, playing. He's not the only one, mate. Uh, this is this is old news, really. You've got Justin Marshall, who plays pretty regularly for Does his he? local year. He goes out and, and trots out for local clubs, wherever oh, he is. that's good, isn't it? Um, and there's a number of others. They, yeah. The names elude me, but it's not unheard of no, true. for an ex-All Black to turn up. I mean, I remember back in my day when I was playing with the dinosaurs of a roaming round... Uh, Frank Bunce, mate, just trotted up one day, played against us. Uh, that was pretty scary. Yeah, was he still good? Uh, he didn't really care. No. Yeah, you know, he just, just playing for a flung, bit of fun for his mates. The ball around. He was very, very good, but he didn't, you know. Yeah. He didn't sort of embarrass anyone. No. Okay, got cool, yeah. So it was just good, good to see. Yeah. Good to see. Next one up, though, is that the Premiership Rugby. Yes. Is going to start back up, is which is going to be great. Month? Yeah, in August, late yeah. August. And, you know, they're trying to sell out this big TV blockbuster. Yeah. But as we've learnt, without crowds, there's no blockbuster. No, I agree. You, I agree. You, you really miss the crowd aspect. Although, this is a bit of a good segue though, isn't it? Harlequins are going to be playing the Sale Sharks. And this is quite a big game, really, because we've got Tuialangi... Who's just moved to the Sail Sharks? Yeah, that was a later news story there, Tobes. That That's I was trying why I to said segue, uh, man. Oh, sec- oh, you're going to go into that one now? Yes. Okay, we'll go straight into that one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Tony oh, is just signed yeah. for the Sail Sharks. And yeah. what position are the Sail Sharks at at the moment? Well, they're second, aren't they? So, what, what a great five, signing. Yeah, five points behind, yeah. Glory Hunter. Yes, Glory Hunter. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Why, why, why am I looking at you a little you're bit not, funny there? Because you think that I'm a Glory Hunter. You can't actually be a Glory Hunter, really, can you? Because no. obviously they lost on exactly. the weekend. And so now haven't... I support the Crusaders. See no one ever. So his brother actually played for Sale Sharks for a few seasons as well. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. There's always a bit of a family link there, isn't yes. there, to Alangi with the Leicester? So Definitely. It's well, nice. all the brothers, I think, played for Leicester. So. What I would say here, though, Tobes, is something you might not realise is, is the Sale Sharks yep. sat down all their players okay. and said, there's no more money left. <laughs> We've got no money. We're all going to have to give you pay cuts. 
but there seems to be this magical money that appears yeah. for Tuolangi. I know. And, wait for this, they did say, they did have a process where they were going to say one out, one in. So they were going to go one out. So who'd they get rid of? No one. Or I think it's like a block forward left. So right, okay. So a lock forward left, but they, they, they went out and said, if we lose a lock forward, if they retire from now on, we'll only replace them with a lock forward. Wow. But to be fair, I can't blame them. No. Tuolingi's on offer. Oh, yeah, you've he got to snap He probably went up, eh? for a lot less than they would normally have yeah, to pay. Yeah, definitely. You've got to take him, don't you? Oh, and if you're totally a young player, agree. you've got to say, you've got to be excited by the fact that he's going to come and play for you as a, as a club. Is he, is he going to help him? Is he going to help them? Yeah, Sale Sharks. Is yeah. he going to do a job for them? His only kind of history with club rugby is he's always injured. Yes. So, you know. Very true. If he's, if he's fit and healthy, I mean, he's got a point to prove now. does. You know, if he goes there, he could win the whole premiership. So maybe he's going to be fired up for that. So I'm going to say, yeah, he's going to go and help them. I'm going to say that potentially they might win the league because of him. You know, Exeter Chiefs only five points ahead. They're a good team, though. They are a very good team. Yeah, yeah they are. But maybe that sales show, I mean, they've been climbing all year. Maybe this will just tip them over the edge. Yeah. It's real tight, though, eh? The, the, you look at the points there, and, and I know. the Premiership is tight. You know, Bath down there at sixth is only, well, 15 points away from the top, but, you know, not that far away from, no. you know, fourth place, five points away from fourth place. So it's all to play for in the Premiership. Next story up, we're going to go to uh, how Bryn Hall and James Parsons have defended the All Blacks coaching panel after the poll that was released. And we'll yeah, get, this wow. is one of our listeners' questions, yeah. so we're not going to go into too much detail now. You'll have to wait for that. Probably 30 minutes' time. He's never coming to sit down. Um, but they've... they've <laughs> They've come to the rescue, but I find that just I find that funny that they've even this is even news. Why do you think they've tried to defend them? Because they are selectable. You know, you're not going to yeah, come out and I go. See what you yeah, mean. the polls right. Forster's yeah. rubbish. Yeah, well, yeah. You're going to go and say, "Well, oh, Fozzie, you mean? Yeah, Fozzie." <laughs> and he's going, "Oh no, Fozzie's great. Of course, he's great. Yeah. You know, the, the NZRFU do everything correct." Oh, so a little bit of a poor story for for my money. Yeah. Because they're never going to tell the truth. It's like Bowden Barrett giving Ian Forster his recommendation when it was happening. Is that because he really thinks that or is that because Ian... He's almost made to say it. Well, yeah, but also, you know, it's not in his best interest to say something else. No, it's true. It's true. Last story. Is it yeah. last story? Wow. I think one more. Yes. One more. New Zealand board split over potential trans-Tasman competition. I th- well, have you... Oh, so I've read it, and the source comes from the Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah. I- I'm not sure there's that much truth in the whole... I I have a funny feeling that... I don't think the, um, the New Zealand players... I don't think they're saying they've got a problem with playing Australia right. in the competition. Yeah. I think their biggest problem is they don't want to lose South Africa. The players see going to South Africa, playing the South African teams, as a really important part to their progression, Yeah, playing the best players in the world. And I think they feel at the moment that if you just play Australia, you're no longer going to be playing just the best players in the world. The Australian competition, as we've seen, 
is struggling. Mediocre at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, New Zealand and on an Australian competition isn't, as a player, doesn't excite you as much as, let's say, a New Zealand, South African. Yeah. Australia, where you've got some easier games for the body, some tougher games, playing at altitude, playing overseas, yeah. playing against the World Cup winners. Well, that's the thing with South Africa as well. You know, it's a bloody long way to go. You Huge are Huge way to go, yeah. And that's that's way. why I think, when we mentioned this last week, didn't we, about what yes. we would like to see yeah. for next year, that makes perfect sense. I agree. You're not going to travel as much, but you're still going to, if you're in the top two, and maybe that's where you need to have a look at it and say, you know, how how do you make sure that everyone plays some South African teams yeah. or Australian teams or whatever? But yes, interesting to say the least. I don't think the players, from what I've read, they've got no issue with playing Australia, but they've got an issue with just playing an Australian New Zealand Trans Tasman competition. Yes. They don't like the sound of that. No. So we are now, Tobe's going to go and review. Our first, our first game. And what was the first game? First ah. game was the Crusaders Blues. What did you think? Crusaders 26, Blues 15. I think the game was a lot closer than the score actually says there. It's yeah. 11 point difference. Um, it was a fant- fantastic game. It was a great game of rugby. Yeah. It was a you great know, game. Out stadium, atmosphere seemed electric, and some good tries. Great defence, um, great defence, wasn't there? Oh my gosh! Great defence yeah. from both both yes. sides, yeah. and to think that that's the score. It, it, it had to. The tries came from magic. They were good tries. They might not have been the most spectacular tries, but they were good tries because the defence was so good. Now, let's go through some of the performances here. I've put Bowden Barrett, big question mark, at 15. That's another listener's question as well, isn't it? It is. We go into that, yeah. yeah. Um, Mark Talia, strong yeah. performance. Strong performance. He he was on show a lot more than Caleb Clark. Caleb Clark was non-existent. Didn't do anything in that no. game, did he? I think the Crusaders shut him down very, very well. Didn't give him any space to run. Didn't give him any ball, really. Um he was just, he was not around. Braden Enor completely and utterly shut down Rico. Like, yes, some of but the they're hits. they're matched for pace there, aren't they, as well? Matched for pace, yeah. matched for size, yes, big boat, both big boys. But yeah. Braden Enor, defensively on yeah. the weekend, was, was on but a that different was his job. level. Brandon, he did nothing on attack. Nothing on Absolutely attack. Absolutely nothing. His job that whole game was to keep. Rico under wraps, and he did a fantastic job. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure how the Crusaders won this match in reality because it was all the Blues. The Blues looked the stronger team for my money right up until you, Richie Mwanga then puts on some 10, magic skills. Num- eh? Number 10 won the game. Yeah. I mean, It all started from the charge down after the um, Blues try. Ever since then, the quick kickoff, he made that big break through the middle of the park. And then they ended up scoring from there. That was the turning point, the, the, the double, charge down. The double pump pass yes. that oh set up. Oh, my gosh. He had a great game, Richard Moanga. Yes. I mean, when I say he had a great game, he had a great second half. Not sure whether his first half was... But, you know, like like any but good But was that the winning of the game? You know, the Blues were on top in that first half, but the Crusaders only came away with a one-point deficit. That's yeah, the sign no, that's of a, very, of a very, great very, very team. True. You know, they were on the back foot the whole half. 
but they still only came away one point down. I think that probably the biggest tip to the hat that you can give the Crusaders is their line-out was shocking oh God, on the yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it the thrower, Corey Taylor, or yes. is it the is well, it the jumper? It's got to be the thrower. It's got to be the thrower. And there was one point where I think the Blues came very close to scoring and the Crusaders were pinned on their own five-meter line and he threw a wonky one and you're like, what? Yeah, that wasn't yeah. like the first little bit as well. And you're like, come on, you're an all-black hooker. Starting. Recently, starting yeah. all-black hooker. Not off the bench, is he? He's the top dog. Yeah. Deserves like, to be top dog in wow. a lot of areas. But, wow. But for his throwing, 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 he's dross. One of your major jobs yes. <laughs> as, a, as a hooker. Uh, yeah, so even with the line-out going south, they still managed to get up and win. Yes. Did they get up and win because Rich Mwanga played a blinder? Uh, George Bridge played a blinder. Their defence was very good. Or did they win because they were a better team? Looking through the team, a couple of areas of concern for the Crusaders is their loose forwards. Well, Fetu Douglas is good though, isn't he? He had a good game. They're, he had all, to... they're all good. Yeah, but... But compare okay. them to the Blues. Hoskins, Satutu. Akita Yuani, yeah. Dylan Papa Ali'i. <laughs> You know, not sure how to say that. All fantastic yeah. players, aren't they? And they all played pretty well too, didn't they? Actually, yeah. I think this game for me was one in the Crusaders' front row. That front row is absolutely amazing, and oh, especially yeah. when you've got Andrew Michaelio coming off the bench. Yeah, Ollie Jaeger coming off the bench. He's he's quality. He's a big boy, isn't he? Tall. Yeah, and and, and then. You got Will Jordan coming off the bench, yeah. Mitch Drummond coming off the bench. So maybe this game was actually won more from benches, the front row, and then mm. the bench. They're just the quality, and you might have seen that actually in the performance. They managed to really sort of get their claws into the Auckland Blues late in the game, whereas the Auckland Blues bench not that strong. The biggest question mark for me though was TJ Fani not starting. What? Would- Harry Plummer, not not that good. <laughs> Played okay. Played okay, but not that good. But TJ Farney's been amazing. Player of the year last year. I know. And not even starting. No. Not even, did, did he did get he on? A, yeah, he did, I think. Did he have a niggle? He must have had a niggle, away. Eh? But he's on the bench, so surely I it can't have what, been that big of a... Also, James Parsons, when he went off with that concussion... Yeah, good player. Underrated, like you've put put here, low risk player, but you need them. Yes, he just does the basic. He throws well. He hooks well. He gets around the park well. He's not, he's not a Cody Taylor, or you know your other hooker. Do you know? I'm smiling. The dirty. I'm smiling at you because I've I've actually recently listened to quite a few interviews with him. Oh right, okay. He comes across as a brilliant guy. Does he? (laughs) He comes across as a a guy you'd want in your team. Yeah. Yeah, he goes down to his rugby club. He still coaches, and he, he's like he's almost just in, a rugby man. He's a rugby man, oh, I like that. and you know he's almost embarrassed. He always waits for them to to uh, call him, but then he's down there. <laughs> you know, he's like, "Oh, you want me to come down and coach? I'm down there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you soon." Oh, yeah, so, what a good guy! So blue, unlucky, unlucky. Oh, it's going to be a hell of a second round. That's all. Some I've of their say. big names. I think for the Blues didn't perform, you know, the likes of Bowden Barrett, 
Caleb Clark didn't do that well. Rico Yuani didn't do that well. Or were they just not? I mean, because we're talking, you could say... When I say they didn't do that well, the Crusaders shut them down fantastically. Yeah, but you could arguably say that about the Blues shutting down the Crusaders fantastically, apart from two, three instances in the second half. Yeah. Tight match, eh? Very tight. Second match up, though, we've got the yeah. Canes versus the Highlanders, and you were correct. You said that the Canes would win. What did I say they would win by? You, well, I was correct in the first one. I gave the Crusaders, didn't I, by uh, by five, which I was I was a little bit out, but you said Blues. I said Blues by ten, which, um, again, I was a little bit out. But, but the, the Hurricanes? Yeah. So Hurricanes, uh, 17, Highlanders, 11. Um, Highlanders had their chances. Highlanders are like every week. They never give up. No. They take it to the wire, but they don't win enough. No, that's right. They it's don't know how to win. A little bit like the Chiefs at the moment, where Ooh. they can take it right to the deep part of the game. But don't I? Don't, I think probably for the Highlanders, they don't have the players in big occasions to really rip it up. Although, in saying that, Putty Putty Parkinson hell of a needs to be an All Black. Hell of a player. Hell of a player. Uh, Mitch How Hunt, good is their line-out? Their line-out is the best in the country at the moment. I I, I like that. Is that a quiz question later? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come up with another one. <laughs> He's a hell of a player, yeah. Oh, Josh, uh, Ash Dixon as well. I, now, hey, I rate Ash Dixon. Yes. As a guy too, though, he interviews... So well. Yeah, I'm not I'm not 100% convinced about that, just because I haven't heard him enough. Have you not? Uh, no, I've heard him interview. Interviews beautifully, but right. anyone can interview well. You could interview well, mate. <laughs> you we couldn't, though. <laughs> Shannon Brazell, fantastic. Yeah. Yes, again. Um, I, 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 to be fair, they play great. Yeah. But so did the Hurricanes. Yes, I agree. Do you Hur- know who else had a fantastic game? Geordie Barrett, again. I know again. I'm I'm not enjoying this year so much just because he's playing well. <laughs> I know. He's so, Sad, eh? he's so prone to making some absolute I'm, shockers, yeah. but he hasn't done this, no, this do year so why? far. Do you know why? He's a year older. I think he's got a bit more of a level head, and it seems to be working for him. He's not making those stupid little decisions that he normally would for the All Blacks. Do you remember the throw-in pass that oh he gave from, uh, God, yes. from, from the South Africans? <laughs> yeah. oh, that was and awful. they scored. Was he, he still won that, though. Was he playing for the New Zealanders or the South Africans at that point? Because it looked like he was playing I for the I think he was on the, their, pay the book, their payroll. <laughs> uh, now, question mark for you. Hurricanes played great. Yep. Was Artie Savia playing in that game? Do you know what? He was, but he you wouldn't wasn't know, around. Right? No. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't you wouldn't know that he was playing because he was give or take in the game and this season not I mean, he was amazing last year. Yeah, he was. Fantastic. This is hard, isn't it? Because he was mm. he was thinking about was he gonna gonna go to the league or something like that? I, I think you've hit the nail on top of the head. Yeah. Is his heart in it? Mm. Maybe he'll turn up for the All Blacks and maybe that's where he's going to get his mojo. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I'm not seeing a lot of mojo no. this year from him. Lamape. He Good played game. a lot better. And he was in his position and he played at 12. And it's the first time I've seen him play as a 12. But he, he was also going looking for the ball, wasn't he? He wasn't caught out of position. Yes. Because, you know, we spoke about it maybe last week or the week before where he just didn't look comfortable 
this week, he was everywhere. He 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 had his hands on the ball more often than he didn't. Yeah, and he was a wrecking ball, and yes. he was disruptive. Yeah. yeah, and because of that, guess who I think the player of the I actually don't know who the man of the match was. No, I don't neither. know, but who Jacobson. for me? Jacobson. No, oh. Vince Arso was awesome. For me, it was the first time I've seen him and thought he could be in and around that All Black, yeah. and he could play, and he could be fantastic for the All Blacks. Offloads, yeah. line breaks, big tackles, excellent player. They've actually throughout. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through their team and just say how how well I think some of them playing. Jordy Barrett has been excellent. Yeah, Jacob Van Van Vake Van Vake played great. Yeah, he did. He's a big boy, isn't he? He is South African. Yeah, uh, we've got Vince Sasso, awesome on that game. Nani Lamape been quiet this season, but yeah, very, very good. Good game. Ben Lamb, excellent. Fletcher Smith, no, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> TJ, good game. Yeah. Artie Savia, not a great game, no. but a good player. Uh, Duplessis Creefy, fantastic this season so yeah, far. Yeah, he has been. Good haircut too. Devin Flanders, yeah, okay. Scotty Scrafton, excellent in this game. James Blackwell, not bad. Tyra, Tyra Lomax, excellent. Yeah, he excellent. did have a good game. Uh, Asafa Amor, brilliant in this game as well. He's a good player. He Again, is a good player. Putting himself in the frame for an AB spot. Yeah, I And agree. Ben May, great game. Ben May, big Ben May is a whopper, isn't he? Whopper. He's oh, like Lomax a, is a whopper as well. They are tall. Very, very tall. Do you know who I thought had a, quite a good game? You're going to say Scott Gregory. Yes. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, he did. <laughs> no, he didn't. I mean, compared to his first, first game. <laughs> he's, he's only got one way up. Now, before the game started, I watched <laughs> oh. the warm-up, the build-up, and they showed highlights package of him playing for the Highlanders or... Uh, for he his, plays for Northland, I think. Sorry, Northland. Yeah. And, the, and he was good. Yeah. So... I. You know, he didn't do anything in this game, but he, he didn't need, do anything bad either. No, does he just need a bit of time to find his own? No, he's he's not going to be... He's not cut out? He's a no, provincial player, he's not... He's a provincial player, yeah. Super Rugby's the, the highlight of his career. I, I, if I'm wrong, I'm, I would gladly be corrected. I tell you a player, though, that I was really impressed with from the Highlanders was Rob Thompson was... Awesome. And Mitch Hunt, best I've ever seen him yes, play. Yes, he played well. Two disallowed Great. tries in the first five minutes, and then it was like 3 nil for forever. Frantic, though, eh? Yeah. It was, a, it was a good game to watch. Yes. It was a good game to watch, that's for sure. Were those disallowed trials, tries a bit soft? From the referee's point of view? No, I, I would have to. I think as soon as I you, have to agree with him as well. Yeah, I think the second one possibly was harder done by on the Hurricanes then oh I'm not sure actually no. I, I kind of think maybe the Highland uh, yeah maybe they were actually from, from memory uh, did they yeah I, I yeah I'm not sure I'm not sure I, I would probably I have to agree that they had to pick him up but then it was a shame because it sort of shut down the game yes I agree thought the breakdown the referee had a had a mere you know I think they've they've back down on some of the rule changes and it was a bit of a free-for-all again on this game. Yeah. And the players didn't know what they could get away with, what they couldn't get away with. Um, and I really liked how TJ yeah, scored his try. It. And then looked at him eh? and, and just shook his head <laughs> and went, what? No, you should never give me that space, big fella. Yeah. He loved that, didn't yeah. he? 
They had a good little battle though, didn't they? They did. Hurricanes, mate, the big difference was too many ball carriers, too many big ball carriers. That's what got them over. And the Highlanders are almost playing without without those abilities. You know, they don't have the big ball carriers. They've got a hell of a team, great yeah. set of coaches. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, I couldn't see them winning that game. No. And then they almost did, but then they didn't. We're off to the Australian Yeah, conference. Rebels versus the Reds. 18-all draw. Yeah, now I'm Wouldn't gonna... have been a draw for New Zealand? Mate, no, same thing, mate. Exactly the same. No draws, but there is draws. So if this was in New Zealand, exactly the same. They played extra time, and then no one scored any points. So then it became a draw. Village. How long's extra time? 10 minutes each way or something? 10 minutes each way, I believe. I believe, yeah. Now, what I would say about this game was I watched the first half was bored to death and decided that I couldn't watch anymore. I had better things to do. I think I had some reports I needed to write. <laughs> um, and it was, and then I looked back and I was like, oh my God, 18 all. So I went back and watched the second half. Right. And it was an 18 all, but it was the boringest 18 all draw you've ever seen. Was it really? It was like to... Okay, so they, they drew 18 all. They went into extra time. Yeah. And it was like two te- teenagers going out on the first date. No one had an idea how to, how, to, how to get a kiss out of the other one. Really? I was pretty good at that. <laughs> um, yeah, so not... Not uh, not ideal then? Yeah, not, not good. Okay. Not good. Any good performances? I thought, to be honest, James O'Connor at 10 was pretty good. good. Matt Tamura again was pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty solid at the moment. Billy Meeks is better. Than, than he has been. He controlled the game pretty well. But not there, there wasn't any standout performances. No. There was a little um, press clipping that came out to say, Reds are no longer laughing stock. They lead the Australian Conference. When they play, play the, when they play the Brumbies, yeah. When they play the Brumbies, that will be... That's well, who's the yardstick, isn't who's it? Who's going to win, yeah. Mm. Okay. And New South Wales... Western Force. The Force got off to a heck of a start, mate. Did they? Yeah. Great. Was it 14 nil up? They were Western yeah, Force 14, were 14 point nil, nil up. And then it was just the inevitable came back. Oh. So it's a little bit like, you know, you've, you want to prove a point. You've yes. got a good half in you. And that's what they had. They had a good half in them. And then it just slowly slipped away. Mm. And the Tars showed their superior team, really. Superior bench. But one thing for the force, mate, guess who they're going to bring in from overseas? The Western Force. Oh, they're bringing in um, Richie, Richie Kahui. Kahui. <laughs> Richie Kahui. He's been playing in Japan, isn't he? But he's coming back. They call him the horse. Because he always, oh, they call him the horse for <laughs> other reasons. Yeah, good player. I rated him as an all-black. He was, you know, yeah. if it wasn't for Sonny Bill... Yeah. He would have played a long and, and industrious career. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that would be nice. It's really nice, actually. I, I think John O'Lance, who's playing at 10 for the force, he's got a little outside bet of making that Aussie team. Really? Yeah. So he's been playing over... Is he in, quite a youngster? or No, no, no. He's been playing a long time. He's quite near his end of his career, but there's not a lot of competition for that 10 spot at the moment. Well, Matt Tamur is quite good, isn't he, at the moment? Yeah, but he's not really a 10 either, is he? John O'Lance no, isn't really... John O'Lance has been... Yeah. He's played everywhere. Right. So there's no one really stamping their mark on the 10 spot. 
bring back Quade Cooper. Gosh. Imagine Quade Cooper in uh, the force. That'd be a heck of a signing as well. So uh, it wasn't a great game. No. Great start, and then it slowly slipped away. The the New South Wales Waratahs, they're, 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 not a, they're not a force to be reckoned with anymore. We are now going to move on listeners to our questions. listeners' questions. Do you want to do the first one, Tobes? Yeah, of course. Hi, guys. <clears throat> uh, thanks for the podcast. Oh, God, I need to zoom in. I need bloody glasses on. Thanks for the podcast. Love listening to your thoughts each week. Over the past few weeks, I've really enjoyed watching Super Rugby Aotearoa, but I am confused with why Bowden Barrett is playing at 15 for the Blues. Does he not? He does not seem to make the same impact on the game as he does at 10. My question for you is, if you were picking a 10 and a 15 for the ABs, who would you go with at the moment? From Dar- Matt from Derby. We've got some we've got some people here. So if we're going for ten yeah. for the All Blacks, you've got to put in Richie Mawanga Definitely. and Bowden Barrett. Yeah. Th- those really are your only two options. Out and out ten. What about uh, old Fisher? Fletcher. No, no you've got um uh, Black maybe. Or Tilly Black's in there. Outside bet. Who's coming back for the Highlanders on the weekend? Um Yuani. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's back. And well, so was he injured? He's been injured, yeah. Ah, he's definitely, for me, third spot. Yes, I agree. And definitely. he's a very, very good third spot. So everyone's yeah. talking about Ortilly Black, but I'd say, yeah. you know, give him two weeks and he's... I agree. He's got a lot more about his game. Good kicker as well. Yeah, good kicker. So you're going to put those three and maybe four in. You've got yeah. four players that I think could play international rugby. Wow, I'm not sure Ortilly Black could play international rugby. Okay. So you've got three. We've got three. At 15. Yeah. I've listed here Will Jordan, Geordie Barrett, Damien McKenzie, Bowden Barrett, David Havili, and I've gone on there, George Bridge, who, in my opinion, could all play for the ABs at fullback. fullback. So who are you going to pick for 10 out of those four? (laughs) Well, you'd you'd pick Richie Mwanga or Bowden Barrett. It depends then. If you pick Richie Mwanga, you then pick Bowden Barrett at 15, don't you? Or do you? Well, um, you've got to have those two on the pitch. I disagree with you. So who who do you have? Bowden it, Barrett okay, and then so Richie Mwanga off the bench. You, you need to pick. Okay, I'll pick. You pick. Bowden Barrett you, at 10. Richie Mwanga comes off the bench. How can you have Bowden Barrett at 10 when he hasn't played at 10? Oh, he's not very good at 15. Correct. So this is my next point. All oh, right. Let's say you pick purely on who's playing there at the moment. Right. You go Richie Mwanga. Yes, you do. And he's playing fantastic. Do you go Bowden Barrett at fullback? You no. just said. You don't, do you? No, because he hasn't been that good. You'd go Geordie Barrett or oh, Will Jordan. I wouldn't go Geordie Barrett. I couldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> Geordie Barrett's been great, but he's not a starter for me. Neither is Will Jordan then. <laughs> you can't go Will Jordan. Since since he passed that ball to the Slavigan <laughs> and they scored under the post. Can't trust him. <laughs> well, then you go Damien McKenzie. Someone's paid him a lot of money for the Slavigans. Can't trust him. Um, for me, Will Jordan? No. No, no I agree. Damien McKenzie? He's up yes. there, surely. But he's short, so if he's on a he's against a team that he's not doing lineouts, is no, he? No, but kick, 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 bomb, 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 bomb. You need he's, someone back. I, I think he's still good under the high ball. David Harvilli. No, why not? Well, 
because he hasn't really been playing at fullback. He has been we playing played at fullback. One, he played one game. Two games, mate. Uh, two games. There you go. He's, he's coming back from um, surgery. That's the reason why. I tell you what, he is playing pretty good. He's playing very, very well. But yeah. I, my money, actually, after watching no. the weekend, wait for this. No. no. I think George he's Bridge. A, no, he's a good playing. winger. He's a very good winger. Yes. But for Not, the has all, he been playing fullback? No. <laughs> exactly. So that's our point that we're looking at here. To hate you sometimes. <laughs> but can I just finish, though? No. <laughs> all Blacks, wingers, I think you need two mutants on the wing, right? No. You need two players who are just going to bosh, bash, scare the living daylights Okay, so Severus shouldn't be an, an, um, Cor- on the wing. Correct. Correct. Oh, no. So that's why I'm saying... If you play... Where would you go? Caleb Clark and... Ben Lang. No! <laughs> <laughs> you say that through gritted teeth as well. Ben Lang. I love Ben Lang. Matt Talia? Talia, yeah, maybe. I mean, don't get me wrong. So it depends on how you want to play. Well, but we that's don't, up to Fozzie We dog, don't have it? the midfield at the moment unless you're going to go Lamarpe and you're going to really knuckle them down and say, you stay Lamar at 12. and Rico? And Rico, then maybe you can get away with having a little bit more finesse on the wings. But if you're gonna not gonna if you're gonna have like good Hugh and who's gonna play at twelve? You know? So if you're gonna have sort of players who are a smaller yeah. I know good Hugh's a big player, but he's not a he's not a basher, a crasher. No, you're right, yeah. Then you need to have someone on the wing that you can ship the ball to and say, Get me over that game line, big dog. Yeah. So I'm gonna say for me. I agree with you. You've got to play Bowden Barrett at 10. Yes. At 10, you've got to play him. He's the best player in the world at 10. Richie Mwang has been playing fantastic. Yeah. But the experiment is over with him at, f- at 15. Because he's not... He's, he's not, not 15. He, I, I would say he's not in the world's top six 15s. I agree. We've almost named, you know, Will Jordan... Jordy Barrett, Damien McKenzie, David Harvelli before Bowden Barrett at fullback. 100%. I would say, actually, and I'm not, this is, he would come last on that list. Yeah. Well, we don't really know because George Bridge. But George Bridge has played a lot at fullback. So for the All Blacks? For, for Canterbury, Crusaders. Canterbury. He, yeah. he he plays a lot. For, the only reason why he's not playing at fullback is because they've got David Harvey and Will Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, and this is ridiculous that the best player in the world won't make who will no, be last on that list. Yeah. So you can't play. And him that's at fullback. not even in the world. That's just in New Zealand. Yeah. Now it's a different story when he's playing for the All Blacks and he started at ten and he goes back to fullback. Yeah, that's different. But but that, that's how he started his career. He started his career as a utility back, didn't he? Yes. So he's almost going back to being a utility back. Yeah, not not where you want. No. No. Now, I thought it'd be interesting that we do the same thing for the Australian Conference, Tobes. That is interesting that you've done that. Yeah. So we've only really got for 10. Matt, Matt Tamua, Tamua, yeah. James O'Connor. Yeah. John O'Lance. Yes. I've just chucked John O'Lance in. John O'Lance is near the end of his career. Yeah. James O'Connor's near the end of, end of his career. He's still young though, eh? Matt Tamua's not, not a spring chicken either. No. But they are the only ones in Australia who are putting their hands up in that position. Saying, I'm a 10. Who do you go for? You go for Matt Tamua. You go for Matt Tamua. Yeah. Yeah, you go for Matt Tamua. 
15, it's not this, this, It's not looking much better, is it? No. They've got Dane Halepiti. Dane yeah. They've got Jack Maddox. Tom Banks. Who's Tom Banks play for? Brumbies. He's been injured um, right. so far this year. Yeah. But he would be my pick. Tom Banks. Tom Banks. Yeah, I wouldn't go um, Jack Maddox. I think he's more of a winger. Yeah, could play on the wing, definitely. And Dane Halepiti. Good player. Good player, but... Experienced player, captaincy. You need him in your squad yes. for Australia. This does highlight what a mess Australian rugby's in. Yeah. Because I'm going through all of their players, and I'm really sorry they're going to struggle internationally. They just do not have the squad. No, they don't. Flaky. Do you know what has ruined them? The Matt Gitto rule. Yes. You look at the number of good players who are playing overseas who aren't available or are available but but they're available but they're playing they're not playing a high level well they are playing high playing, level and, and rugby not, but they're not playing the best sort of high level rugby no, they might be playing in Japan yes and they're not even playing or, at the or moment France yeah and they're not even playing no at the exactly moment. yeah and in France they get absolutely that they, they literally work you to your you know well they're to, paying you for it though they're aren't paying they? you for it and they work you to your bones yeah. So they come away from the, you know, the French competition absolutely ruined. Whereas you go to Japan, you got a short season, happy days. Yeah. But it really does highlight. I'm I'm very fearful for the Australian rugby when it comes to performances on the pitch, because they're struggling off the pitch, but they're going to struggle on the pitch. And for a long time, they've struggled off the pitch, but they've always produced something. Respectable They've done okay or, on the pitch, haven't yeah. they? Mm. The next question up, and yeah. this is a big one, isn't it? This is a good question. Over the last week, we've seen that coming out of the NZRFU players poll, it does not seem that the professional players were happy with the new All Blacks coaching panel. I would like to hear your thoughts on this. Did the NZRFU get it right choosing Ian Forster? as the All Blacks coach. And that's from Mitchell Taylor from Brizzy. It's a great question. We sort of touched on it a bit at the start, didn't we, with our news. Um, Can I just correct him on this? It wasn't an NZRFU poll. It was a... It was a radio poll. Was it a radio Uh, poll? I can give you a name. Yeah, so Country Sport Breakfast producer Sam Casey did this poll. 100 players from all around New Zealand's um, so I'm guessing around about 20 players per club, per franchise. Yeah. Um, interesting. Very, very interesting. I would have liked to have done the poll myself just to see what sort of questions were asked. Well, the, the questions are to the right there, Toes, so we can have a little look through them in more detail. Oh, yeah. It was an anonymous polling. Yeah. Was it was it done though? between March and June. So. Right. Obviously, when the players weren't... Whilst it was COVID. Whilst it was COVID and they weren't doing any, everything. At least yeah. 15 players from every Kiwi, Kiwi Super Rugby franchise. The first question they were asked, did, New Zealand, didn't, did the RNZ RFU get right uh, with their All Blacks coaching group? And the 46% said they believed New Zealand rugby did not make the right decision. So almost half the players felt 
that they didn't make the right decision. 26 said they made were happy with the enforcer, but not with the assistant coaches. Yeah. Only 28% of the players polled agreed with the NZ rugby's decision. Wow. Uh, it would have been interesting to have a poll of the like of the options, you know, like Razor Robinson, Tony Brown, all that sort of thing, and see who people would have gone for. Yeah, I, I, so I think it was an open forum. They asked the question, they wrote down their answer. Right. These these are some of the questions. Should we go through them, Tobes? We've got, um, who is the best player in New Zealand? 40% of players Bowden said Bowden Barrett. Barrett. And he's playing at 15. Yeah, interesting. Who is the best player under 23 years of age? <laughs> that, that Jordy really... Barrett. <laughs> Where, where's Rico? I know. He had a bad season, though, didn't he, last year? Oh, he did. Did he did in a bad right. season? You're right. Um, who's the best first five in New Zealand? Bowden Barrett. So you know, here we go. We've got all this. Who's the best winger? George Bridge. Uh, who's the best midfielder? Anton Leonard Brown. Who's the best fullback? Damien McKenzie. Yeah. Um, Two minutes to go. Four down. Need a try. Whose hands get the ball to? Damien McKenzie. Wow. Who's the next break, breakout All Black? Callum Grace, Hoskins Satutu, second. Mark Talia. Who's Callum third. Grace? Really, really good player. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. You've um, never mentioned his name. I've mentioned his name a lot. No. I've said last week in the podcast, no, I said he was think being so. likened to Richie McCaw. What? No personality? <laughs> Ooh, snap. <laughs> oh, here we go. Who is the best professional coach you've had? Tony Brown. 17% Tony yeah. Brown, 16% Scott Robertson. And then this is the best one, mate. Dave Rennie, 9%. Yeah. Why is that the most impressive? Well, Because we... he's not coaching no. any anyone no, at no. the current time. Yeah. That shows how how, um, well, how he, highly he's thought of. When he was coaching the Chiefs, the Chiefs were bloody good. Very, very good, yeah. Everywhere and, he's gone, he's yeah. brought some success. I agree. So, I agree. Do we think, though, that they got it right? It doesn't matter what we think is my answer to this. No, but also, we don't know. We don't know. They haven't played the any correct- games. Exactly. We ha- we need to give him a chance. Massively need to give him a chance. He's been selected. I think they've got to go with him to the World Cup. Yes. Do I think that it was the right decision? I, I've made this point before. No. Yeah. I thought Scott Robinson should have been in there. But I think both of them fell down because by the sounds of it, both of them didn't have their coaching assistants already signed up. Yeah. Now, if you go into that interview and say, hi, my name's Scott Robinson. I've got Tony Brown signed up. I've got, you know, Ronan O'Gara, let's yeah. say. Um, got Toby Harris. Toby Harris and Damien Warren. Then, of course, you're going to get the job. Um, <laughs> but if you go in. I tell you what, the NZRFU would probably turn around there and go, like, Razor, you're not, you don't have the job, unfortunately. But Toby and Damien do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The All Blacks are going to go through the roof. No, imagine down they, the pan. No, imagine if they did. Through the roof? Yeah. Imagine if we coached them. No. no. Imagine if we did coach them, though. Maybe we'd, we'd finally look good. They would make us look good. Mate, you always look good. <laughs> so, yeah, the answer is, it doesn't matter what we think. They've selected them. Everyone's got to get behind him. I think it's really bad form that they've done this poll and they've released it. I agree. The media, though, it's the media. It is the media, but if I was Fozzie, 
sitting in the stands watching players, I would feel massively under threat at the moment. And that's never, that doesn't get the best out of anyone no, when you're, you're right. thinking about, I've got to produce results yeah. rather than building for a World Cup. Now, luckily for Fozzie, as I keep referring to him, is he's got the only place in the world at the moment that's playing rugby. So he's got a head start. He's got an amazing got group of, of players to I was choose from. Say amazing pool. He's going to have a lot of time on his hands. So, you know, arguably the only other place that's playing rugby is Australia. And they're obviously struggling at the moment. So he can't do anything but win at the moment. So let's just give him a opportunity and a chance. Now, mate, it is time to review or preview, sorry, yeah. the weekend's matches. Right, we've got our first match. Now, this is this is a tasty one. Hurricanes versus the Blues. Hurricanes, Hurricanes at home. home. Does that make a difference? <sighs> the Caketon's the only place that's not full. No, I know, bad, But eh? will it be full this week? No. I'm going to say it will be. Really? My first prediction is that the Caketon will be full. <laughs> It'll be the first one you get wrong. <laughs> Hurricanes versus the Blues. Yeah. North Island Derby. Yes, it is. I think some of those Blues supporters yeah. will make the journey down. That's a long way to go. On a plane, mate. Grab a seat. Happy days. Um, I'm going to say... I've gone Blues by seven. I, I would like to see the Hurricanes win. I think the Hurricanes could win this so relatively I. easily. Yes. But I could also see the Blues win. I'm going to sit on the fence. I'm going to say, just because they've won 1-1, one, one, I'm going to say Blues by three. Oh, close. Close game. I think it could be a close game and go either way, <clears throat> or it can it can blow out. I think the only way it'll blow out is if the Blues blow out the I Hurricanes. Think, uh, yeah, I agree. If the Caton is full, that might stir up the Hurricanes yes. a little bit more. Yeah. Rugby forecast have got the Hurricanes. Yeah, Hurricanes by four. By four, which I High find... High scoring game as well. Which I find hard to stomach, but it's at home, isn't it? Yeah. Next game up, Chiefs versus the Highlanders. Chiefs at home. Rugby forecast have gone Chiefs by nine. I've gone Chiefs by ten. I agree with you, mate. Chiefs by ten. The Chiefs are going to come back off the bye. Yep. They're going to be roaring to go. Well, they've. Um, I can guarantee you they've had a rocket. Where's it taking them, mate? Where's the rocket taking them? It's gone straight up the backside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the, they need it. They need it for the Chiefs, for themselves, for the region. And they've got enough players. I think hopefully a few injuries, injuries will come back into selectable contention. That will make a big difference. And the rugby forecasts have gone Chiefs by nine, as you mentioned before. So we're about we're about there. Yeah, Highlanders could win it, but I think they won the first game with Ooh, a drop, drop kick. Goal. Yeah, can't Close. see them doing it again. No, neither. Reds versus the Force. I've gone Force by five. You've gone Force by five. Yeah, I think Reds by ten. Yes, I, I agree, but I'd like to see the Force win. Rugby forecast have gone Reds by ten. Oh, there you go. So I'm almost as good as the algorithm, mate. Well, no, you just looked at the algorithm. <laughs> Brumbies, well, Waratahs versus the Brumbies. Yeah, I've gone Brumbies by 10. Rugby oh. forecasts have gone Brumbies by 6. 
You'll probably go six as well. Just copy them. Brumbies by 20. Brumbies by 20? <laughs> what? Really? I think that Brumbies massively underperformed in their, in their first game. Cow. And they're going to... 20. They're going to open a can of whoop-ass on the Tars. That'd be a good game to watch, actually. Yeah, that would be a good game. Not sure about the Reds for... That actually might be a decent weekend of Australian rugby. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see where they where they go. I I would say I'm looking forward to the New Zealand games. I probably yeah. will watch the Australian games on catch-up. Yeah. Speed 2. That's how I'm feeling at the moment. Maybe I need to watch the build-up. Speed 2. Yeah, Speed 2, so There'll be some rapid players. <laughs> Do you know what big difference is? Is that in the New Zealand games, the build-up's there. Yes. The Australian game, they cut straight, they cut to, straight to the start. I don't like that. I like a bit of build-up. I like my tea. I like my porridge or my, or my you know, whatever I'm eating. You do like a cup of tea, don't you? Yeah, and I want to I wanna sort of build it up, watching it, yeah. you know, a few highlights, and that gets me into the game. That's what they need to do. No crowds. It makes such a big difference. I know, it? it does, yeah. Atmosphere. Next up, big oh, fella. The mighty quiz. Will you be correct or will you be wrong? <laughs> the quiz is changing uh, format for me today. Okay. I'm going to give you higher or lower. Okay. Time. So it should good. be easy. You've only got one decision. Everything is theme music for the quiz. Next week, I'll get some theme music for the quiz. So Who's going first? Always I you. always go first. Yeah, and last week I gave you the option and you said, no, no, I still want to go first. Right, so again, I will hide my face. Oh, don't hide your face. I need every bit of help I can get. You're going to pull out okay, some absolute so shocking... Mine, so what's the topic? Mine is all blacks, okay? But two of my questions are on all black captains. Okay. Okay? Yes. Question number one. What short size... <laughs> how, did, <laughs> how long? <laughs> right, okay. Which why <laughs> Why did they call Richard Kahui the horse? How long hey, was hey, his hey, leg? Hey, which one? Which, right, stop it, which, stop there. Which, how long was his tripod Gosh, leg? Oh, absolutely village. Right, here we go. Which all-black captain scored the most points? Richie McCaw, Kieran yes. Reid. Richie McCaw. Sean Fitzpatrick or Tana Umanga? Oh, that is a good shout. Now, can you put your thing down because I yes. need to ask you a question. Okay. You need to tell me the truth here and you need to know your facts. Yes, I'm ready. Is that only... All time. What, but was that... Hang on. Not while they're just captain. Oh, you are a horrible man. It's got to be, if that's the case... Not just while they're a captain. Yes, it's so it's be, their whole playing career, but these are all black captains. It must be Tana Umanga if that's the case. If it's not the case, it'll be Richie McCaw while he's been captain. Final answer. Tana Umanga. Yeah, you are correct. So Tana Umanga, 180 points. Yep. Sean Fitzpatrick, 55. Kieran Reid, 130 Richie McCaw, 135. That's actually quite a lot of um, yeah. points for Richie McCaw and yeah. Kieran Reid. Yeah. More than I thought. Well, I mean, Richie McCaw had a 148 games. Yeah, I know, but still loose forward yeah. to yeah, score that true. many points, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. 
How many games did Kieran Reid have? Does it does it? Ta- Kieran Reid had like 128 games, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, okay, so like we're going higher or lower? Yes, we are. All of these are player rankings. Okay. Higher and higher, baby. So this is the Rugby Pass. Can I just give a shout out to Rugby Pass? Fantastic servant to rugby. I know they get paid and they make a lot Do of money. They? But what they offer for rugby is absolutely fantastic. So uh, we're not getting paid by Rugby Pass. Wish we were. Rugby Pass, if you wanted to pay us, it'd be fantastic. I don't um, think they're listening. But uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm sure they're not. Uh, but fantastic website. And that's where we get a lot of my stats from. Statistician. Okay, so um, this is all player rankings. Now, this is their current player rankings as of this morning. It encompasses the the entirety of their career. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is their current player rankings. So for the Crusaders, David Harvilli is on 89 points, a ranking of 89. Is Sivirice higher or lower than David Harvilli? He's higher, I reckon. Final answer. Final answer. Oh, wrong. 89. Wrong. David Harvilli is 89. Yes. What's Sivirice? Sivirice is 87. Oh, my God. He's he's only, he's actually uh, sixth in the list. So David Harvilli's fourth. Top. I might I might come back to that. I might come back. I'm not going to give you any more information. Okay? Okay. So, my next question, Tobes. No, it's my question, mate. Yeah, for me. My next oh, question right. for me. Yeah, sorry. You need to be more specific. I didn't see it, mate. Oh, good. Okay. Which all-black captain has the best winning percentage? Richie McCaw? Yes. Final answer? Go on, go through the others. Okay. Reuben Thorne? <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. Tana Umanga? Oh, hang on. This is the interesting thing, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. Or Andy Dalton? Oh, really? He only probably was captain once. He wasn't. Is this a ridiculous... Is there any sort of levels that I can go off here? How many games had they captain or whatever? Uh... There are. <laughs> Do you want me to read out how many caps they got? As captain. <clears throat> As captain. Yes. Andy Dalton, 17. Tana Umanga, 21. Reuben Thorne, 23. Richie McCaw, 110. God, I'm giving you way too much information here. Now, Tana Umanga in that, in that thing was awesome. Like, we were awesome as All Blacks. But you're nodding, so therefore I'm not going to go with that. Oh, damn you. Graham Dalton, just because he only did a 17. and Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. I'm going to say Andy Dalton. You would be incorrect. Damn it. Your Richie McCaw was the correct answer. Oh, so, so Richie I, McCaw, 89.9%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you've got uh, Reuben Thorne. Was eighty seven percent? Can't believe that. Eh? I was surprised, very very surprised. Then you've got Tanumanga, again eighty six percent, and you've got Andy Dalton was eighty eight point three percent. Wow! But you know, looking at the stats with Richie McCaw, one hundred and ten tests. What was Richie McCaw? Eighty nine So I was pretty close with Andy Dalton, wasn't I? Yeah, but you didn't get it right. No, no. Damn you. You're still wrong. Um, but, you know, 110 tests 
as captain and almost a 90% win rate. That's, that is pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. Right. Your next question. One, one all. <clears throat> Jay Marchant. Yeah. For the Blues. It's also not one all. It is one all. No, it's not. Yeah. I didn't get the first one right, did I? No. No. Oh, no, it's 1-0 at the yes, moment, isn't it? Yeah. You're going to get this one right, so Maybe. it will be 1-0. Uh, Joe Marchant is English. on seventy. Uh, sorry, 67 points, okay? Is Caleb Clark, sorry, sorry not to Caleb Clark, Dalton Papali'i, yeah. higher or lower? How many, how, how, what's Joe on? 67. I would, I would think... I would think that Dylan is it, who's it Dylan? Yeah, Dylan. I would think Dalton, that Dalton. Dalton, sorry. I would think that he is higher than Joe. I would like to think he's higher than Joe. Final answer. Well, that looks like I've got it wrong. Final answer? <laughs> yeah, final answer. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised too, but it does take into account that Joe Marchant is an awesome player in England. And obviously, although he hasn't been playing that much, he's going down. His value's going down all the time. Yeah. I wonder that how many Dalton, points it goes down per match. Yeah. Dal- Dalton's a quite a new player and is only really making his mark this year. So he's on the rise. Uh, he's definitely on the rise. That's surprising. That really is surprising. Wow. Rugby pass, you're rubbish. <laughs> right. <clears throat> my next question this one isn't about all black captains who has scored the most tries in an all blacks match is it Mark Ellis Jeff Wilson Christian Cullen or John Gallagher in one all black match yes oh this is a real tough question. John Gallagher was a hell of a player before your time. Yes. Amazing. Went and played rugby league for Leeds. Got absolutely murdered in his first tackle that he that someone made. They dumped they upended him, dumped him on his head. Really? Never really played well since then. Oh no. Hell of a player. He might have played someone like Japan and ripped up through them. So that's an uh, Christian Cullen, I know he scored a lot of tries, but I can't remember, apart from Samoa, scoring more than three in a game. Um, and I know Joan Lomu scored four. He wasn't an option. I know, so oh. I'm going <laughs> to say that. Who was the other ones? Jeff Wilson. No, I can't remember Jeff Wilson scoring that many. Go on. And uh, Mark Ellis. See that's a, that that could be he could have played he could have played like a dodgy Scotland or whatever <laughs> Georgia. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, I can imagine. Romania. In fact, I think it might be Mark Ellis because okay. because oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's between Mark Ellis and um, Gallagher Gallagher because I just can't remember the others scoring that many, and Mark Ellis may have gone and played. I think it's Mark Ellis. Final answer. Final Mark answer. Ellis. Yeah. Mark Ellis. Okay, so I'm going to go through. So John Gallagher, he played Fiji. Yeah. 
and he scored four tries. Yeah. Christian Cullen, Scotland, four tries. Yeah, there you go. I remember that game. It was, that might have even been his first test match. Oh, right. Quality. He was class. Best ever fullback? Best ever fullback, yeah. Jeff Wilson, Fiji, five tries. So John and Jeff scored four and five tries in the same game. <laughs> <laughs> 74-13, final <laughs> score. Mark Ellis, six tries against Japan. 145-17. to 17. Oh, my gosh. Ridiculous. Very. Well, yeah, I just had a funny feeling. That was feeling. World Cup, wasn't it? World Cup, yeah. World Cup. What a disaster that was for Japan, eh? Disaster for Japan. Your last question. We're going to go all time, as in all, all over the Super Rugby Aotearoa. I can't even pronounce Aotearoa. it. Aotearoa. Bowden Barrett is on 87 points. I'm surprised he's that high. It's not just this year. Well, you just said Aotearoa, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, but it's only players in that competition. Right. Well, Joe Marchant's not in the Super yes, Rugby. He, no, he's he not. Has, he has he's played. Been, no, he's gone back. Yes, but This is wrong. I s- went on default. Squads. Perfect. <laughs> Squads, mate. Squads. George Bridge, higher or lower? Bowden Barrett, 87. George Bridge, higher or lower? Well, he's got to be... George Bridge has to be lower. Final answer. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is ridiculous. 91, mate. That's ridiculous. George he Bridge. is not that good. George Bridge is a good player, but he's not better than... Bowden Barrett. So you're saying on your list <laughs> on your list saying, can I say, yeah, you are, I'm no. not saying anything. So your list who's the best player in the world right now? No, who's the best player in Super Rugby because that's what I've got here. Okay, well who's the best player in Super Rugby right now? Artie Severe. What? Yeah, because he, he hasn't been playing that well. No, but he it's not just this year it's, it's all it's a building in built into it isn't it? There's a longevity here. He was amazing last year. He's so dropping, was Bowden Barrett. He's dropping down leagues. Can I can I have a look at your? If we'll, are you are you unsure? No, I'm not unsure. I just want to have a look. I'm interested. There we go. I'm, I'm just for those on the podcast. I'm handing over my computer to Toby, so he can check whether or not I'm telling Porky pies. Scott Barrett, Anton Leonard Brown, eighty yeah, nine. I know. What. He, you know, you got to think Anton Leonard Brown played fantastic last season, the start of the season, the All Black World Cup. He was a top player. Liam, oh, I'm not sure what I did here. Liam Coltman, 80. I know, too high, eh? There's a lot, and he's going up. He had an absolute shocker on the weekend. Why do you think I Rugby picked these? Because they were, they were <laughs> awful <laughs> questions. That so, is pretty much like me saying... How long is Richie McCaw's leg here? <laughs> That's pretty much what you've just gone there. I don't think it's that bad. I think I think if you used your common sense, you would have realised no. Bowden Barrett's dropped down. No. He didn't play at the start of the season, so he's, he lost a lot of points. Why should he lose points when he's not playing? He's not playing. Scott Barrett not playing. Yeah, he's losing points. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Scott Barrett. Where is he on my list? Scott Barrett is number one. No, he's not. Adi Savi is number one. 
Where have you got oh, Scott Barrett's number Scott Barrett. three? Oh, sorry, he's not playing, and he's gone down point zero four of a percent every week. He goes down. 0. 0. 0.4, 0. Yeah. 0.04, 0. 0.04 of a percent. <laughs> you, that is ridiculous. I'm sick of this. Right, so we'll be back next week doing the same thing. <laughs> you had 50, 50% chance. No. Oh, you got them all wrong. I got them all wrong. <laughs> but I was trying to put my brain to it. Anyway, brain's not, brain's even mathematically, you should have got at least one <laughs> Ridiculous. So I it means really that, can't it means believe that you lose, I lose. And it means that I win. Yes. Well done. Those again. are ridiculous questions. Email in again and say those are ridiculous questions. I'm not doing the quiz next week. We're going to cut the, cut it short. Sick of it. <sighs> anyway, mate, it is time for the end of the podcast. Thank God. As always, it's been a pleasure uh, entertaining you boys and girls out there. Yes. And uh, next and week, gentlemen. our big topic is going to be, I can't remember. Amazing story from you. I can't that remember. fantastic. Oh, no. Our, our topic next <laughs> oh, week, God. if you want to give us some feedback, our listeners' question is, if we had to pick a Northern Hemisphere team oh, yes. versus a Southern Hemisphere yes. team, what would it be? What a great question that is. What a game that would be. Wow. North Northern Hemisphere Barbarians versus Southern Hemisphere Barbarians. Quality. Great game. Let's get it on. Anyway, until next week, yes. it's always a pleasure. Like, review, definitely review. We need as many as you can give us. See you later. Sayonara. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.